0: Welcome to Pants Not Trousers, a podcast for expats looking for belonging and connection in a foreign land. And
1: we're your hosts, Sarej and Raheel. We are two expat women who've left their lives behind in the US and Canada to experience expat life in the UK. Good morning,
0: Raheel. Good morning. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Doing well. I've had a full coffee in me, some water, yogurt parfait. I'm ready for the day.
0: That sounds perfect. I haven't finished my coffee yet. I'm Uh, looking at it longingly. It's on the corner of my desk as we record. Oh, dear. If you hear gulping noise, that's (laughs) That's that's me
1: caving. It's fine. It's fine. You got to do what you got (laughs) to do. And how has your week been?
0: Yeah, my week's been good. It's interesting how the pandemic has affected school life for the kids.
1: Yeah. And
0: we got a notice from my son's school saying things like sports day would be canceled. Oh. But my daughter goes to a different school and she has sports day today. And I dropped her to school and everything is decorated really nice. It looks very festive and she's hmm. really excited. Amazing. And... Yeah, I feel kinda of bummed that my son's is canceled.
1: Yeah, no, that is. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Maybe they just uh couldn't find a place that was that could accommodate.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I really Strange. don't know what the logistics are, but yeah, I'm just yeah. going with it.
1: Oh man. Yeah, it was a very uh it was a very closed off event this year. Um and then last year it happened obviously over Zoom. And online. So, and then I think when we first started at Adam's school, he didn't necessarily have sports day. I think they were too young. Mm -hmm. So I never actually had the experience of like going to sports day, but it is a very big thing here. And I see a lot of schools kind of out and about when I'm walking by having their sports days and flags and all this track and field equipment. And it's nostalgic. It takes me back to my track and field days. I loved track and field day. We called it just track and field day and it was super fun. Um, but yeah, that's unfortunate. Hopefully next year things will just be back to normal and he can participate.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: Yeah. Um, well we have this coveted school fair that I've been hearing about for the last couple of years. Last year we missed it because of COVID. It was just canceled. And then this year it's going to be a very scaled down version. It's so complicated. And I do really appreciate and applaud how, uh, you know, I guess persistent the, the parents association and the planning committee has been about like keeping it on because they've had to make such sort of, I mean, unconventional adjustments where there's more children's tickets than there are adult tickets. So if you, if you want to go, I mean, you can buy an adult ticket, but the adult tickets are going to run out. So at that point, you're going to have to ask a parent to take your child if you weren't able to get an adult ticket, if that makes any sense. So, and they've got time slots. So in order to ensure that every child could go, they had to cut down on the adult tickets just because of capacity So it's, it's, you know what I, what I appreciated about, what I appreciate about it and that approach is you really start to feel like it's a community. Like I have an adult ticket and I have a child ticket. So that means I'm probably going to take a child with me. And it may not be a child that like we know very well, but I'm going to do it because I don't want a kid to miss out because their parent couldn't get a ticket. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, it is kind of nice that we're sort of all pitching in and kind of doing our part to make sure that the kids get to enjoy the day. But yeah, so is it, is it like a fun fair? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a fun fair, oh. and apparently it's this—you know, the highlight of the year, and um, they they go all out. But I I have yet to go to the a school event. It's I've missed pretty much everything. Anything that's sort of uh, socially. Uh, social related at school I've missed because of because of COVID, whether it was for personal reasons or for um, the school just not going ahead with it. So yeah, anyways, so I'm looking forward to seeing what it's all about. But it's definitely going to be a scaled down version.
0: Yeah, it sounds like fun. A scaled down version sounds even better. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, yeah, it it sounds sounds like it's going to be
1: calm. It's like a two hour window uh, time slot. It's not going to be tons of kids it's not gonna be tons of people so I think it might actually be like a relaxing enjoyable afternoon so we'll see see how it goes
0: awesome
1: yeah yeah um so we were actually going to talk about on the heels of uh COVID and having to scale down plans for for um leisure slash leisure I got in a lot of trouble from from my cousin yesterday about mispronouncing that
0: Wait, um how is it pronounced?
1: It's pronounced leisure here. And I said, yeah, it's, you know, it's just for leisure. She's like, what did you just say? <laughs> it's,
0: <laughs> it's leisure.
1: I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, I digress. On that note, um, we wanted to talk about staycation ideas and exploring exploring outside of London. I mean, there are great places to see within London, but if you have access to a car or a train, Um, then you can see a lot of great places outside of London. And I think we talked a little bit about it when we were going away for half-term break. Um, But we wanted to, yeah, we just wanted to kind of go through a few places. Why don't you start? Why don't you tell me what your staycation ideas are?
0: Yeah, one of our favorite day trips last year was to South End by Sea. So a lot of people go down... Mm -hmm. South to see the sea. Uh, we went north because it was like a two-hour drive from where we live in North London. Right. And we stopped off at a place called the Headley Castle Ruins. Mm. And it was our first time seeing such a beautifully well-preserved castle ruin, which was awesome because the kids could climb the walls and like Take a look outside. Like there was this half tower that was left, and the kids could climb up and take a look outside the tower window. It was really cool. And when you're, it's sort of higher up, um, at a higher up elevation. And when you look down, you can see these beautifully, you can see the ocean in the distance or the sea in the distance, sorry. And you can see um, farmland, and everything is kind of almost laid out in squares. And it reminded us of this Mm. game that we play called King Domino, where you have field and um, water and grassy area and straw, Mm. hay kind of area. And so it kind of looked like that game board to us, which was really fun. Mm. Nice. Yeah. And if you time going to South End by sea um, with low tide, then you get to see a lot of crabs and wildlife, on the shores, which my kids loved. I mean, we didn't time it for low tide. We didn't know. It was just a happy coincidence. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it was. I highly recommend a trip out to South End by sea. Had a really cool old school um, amusement center as well. Mm. It was closed because we happened to go during COVID, but I would like to go back there and check it out.
1: Nice. Very
0: nice. Okay. How about yourself?
1: Uh, So... Similarly, I think I had mentioned this before, but we, um, we checked out Weymouth, which is in Dorset. And it is, it's really beautiful. It's a sandy beach. And it's really laid back. Um, There's a little, there's a high street. And on one side, the high street is just is on the river. And it's all these sort of really colorful, pastel different shades of pastel homes that are just right on the river and fishing boats and a very potent smell of fish, but it just adds to the, to the, uh, adds to the, the ambiance and the reminder that you're seaside, which is nice. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, they, they, some people refer to it as like the younger, hipper cousin of Bournemouth. I don't know Bournemouth that, that well, so I don't know what that means exactly, but, um, but it's fun. There's a vibe there and there is sort of like a hipster vibe. Like we went and ate at this cafe. Um, I should have remembered the name of it, but I th- I think it's actually called bicycle cafe.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I mean, the theme is bicycles. So, but it's um, the menu is very like green, vegan smoothies, very healthy, Lots of seeds, <laughs> um, cool. but yeah, it's really uh, and it's right on the river, so it was really quite uh, a charming little place. Um, and you can check out the Jurassic Coast there, which is just really beautiful. Like the views are are pretty stunning. Uh, Chesil Beach, sort of similar, you know, you can sort of hunt for fossils and seashells and that kind of thing. Uh, Lulworth Cove, which um, which is where we went, and you just Climb up this massive, massive hill, and when you get up to the top, um, I think you're looking at the Jurassic Coast, but it's it's definitely um, sort of a cliffside view, and it's absolutely stunning. It's just really, really, really gorgeous, um, and it's a really good exercise <laughs> if you're interested in a hike, yeah. a steep one. It's uh, it's fantastic.
0: That's a good one. So okay. that was
1: that was a really nice day trip, and like lots of really good places to eat and. Um, you know, lots of good seafood and that kind of thing. So you definitely get uh, a seaside uh, vacation feel for sure. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, Something I like to do, or we liked to do last year, and I won't have time this year, is um, pick our own fruit.
1: Nice. And
0: we went to this place called Parkside Farm in, yep. um, it was north of London again, or mm. it's in North London. It was so much fun! The strawberries—well, they had strawberries and a whole bunch of other fruit, but we just went for the strawberries. Yeah. But they're grown at counter height, so you don't have to bend in the dirt. Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's all—it's all on these. It's all very it's very meaty, civilized heady. way um, of
1: picking fruit. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. You accidentally <laughs> pick too much. I think we, we had like seven kilos of strawberries. Or oh something gosh. At the end of okay. It. But that was a wonderful way to spend. A day and it's a great COVID activity. It's very socially distant. Yeah, And there are some amazing farms that I've been following down in Kent and they have like pick your own cherries and pick your own strawberries, pick your own other kinds of berries and vegetables. Um, and what's also great about the Kent area is that there's also great castles and gardens that are open for touring. Mm. So if you wanted to go out to Kent to pick your own fruit, and combine it with a trip to a castle or something. That would be a great way to spend a day.
1: On the the subject of farms. So um, there is this place called Dalesford's Dalesford farm and they have Dalesford, like it's a little farm shop. uh, That's what they call them. And it's um, sourced by its own farm. And then they have storefronts and retail in and Mm -hmm. in and around London. I think they've got like four locations. Uh, one of them is in Chelsea. We used to go there all the time. Uh, another one is in South Ken, sorry, South Kensington. Um, and then there's a couple of other ones, but, uh, but this is their flagship and it's in the Cotswolds and it's a really cool experience. It's, um, you can go there, you can, I mean, there's indoor outdoor dining, but there's also like a cookery school. So you can go and like do courses and I'm not sure if they have day courses, they might, but it's I feel like it's something I definitely want to do. It's on my to-do list um, to do like a, like a cooking course or something and then just go there for the day. Um, And there's a wellness spa, bakery and creamery. It's very, how shall I say?
0: spa at the farm?
1: Yeah. It's a wellness spa. It's a very, um, it's a very curated experience. If that makes any sense. Everything belongs on, the Goop website, Gwyneth Paltrow's (laughs) Goop. Like I'm certain it's got to have made an appearance somehow or has, have been listed by Goop. It's just such a, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but it just has this, um, very curated feel to it, but it's, um, it's just lovely. It's really pretty. Um, and they've got a shop and stuff like that. And then you can actually see the farm that they source, their their produce their produce and their meats and their their milks and dairy from Mm -hmm. um yeah and then another farm is odds farm park which is it's in high wycombe beckonsfield and it's it's catered to children it's a little farm they've got you know sort of like smaller animals like hogs pigs sheep chickens, that kind of thing. Um, but they have these like really nice, uh, like pretty elaborate playgrounds actually sort of adventure type playgrounds. Um, and they have like this little train and tractors that you can ride. And it's just a really sort of a nice, simple day trip. It's not that far. It's about an hour away from London. And, uh, it was a nice thing to do with the kids.
0: Hmm. That sounds like fun. I would like to do that. Yeah. i Stuff like that yet. Um, we I know I talked about this before in a previous episode. My favorite day trip still has to be our trip to Cambridge. And for me, it was the guided tour that you do on the punting boat. Mm -hmm. Um, just going through the backs of the colleges and learning the history. I know I mentioned it before, but I had so much fun. I'm mentioning it again. If you go out to Cambridge, I highly recommend doing that, grabbing an ice cream, walking around the town. It is the cutest town.
1: Oh, cute. Nice. Is it like a gondola? Like, is it like a gondola ride?
0: The punting boat? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it is kind of like a gondola. Okay. Yeah, that's probably a really good way of saying it. There's also some in Oxford that you can actually do yourself, which we did ourselves, and the kids think it was hilarious. But I really appreciated the fact that, like in Cambridge, you could go behind the colleges and kind of get a behind the scenes tour, if you will. Whereas in Oxford, Um, you're kind of going through a park. It's next to the Botanical Gardens, which is also beautiful. Uh, It's just a different experience. So uh, I'm not discounting one over the other. It's just two different experiences. For me, the Cambridge one was a lot of fun. Um, Now I'm going to mention something that we were excited to do and then we're a little bit bit underwhelmed when we got there. And I think it was just because of the day. Um, So we went to see Stonehenge. Which okay. is a fair bit away uh, from London, and we were really excited to see Stonehenge. However, the day that we got there, it was flying ant week or day or whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> and there, of course, it was. Yeah, of course it was. We had this picnic planned, and we were planning on sitting on the field with Stonehenge behind us or in front of us, and you know, just mm-hmm. having like a really nice time. We brought some games and stuff. Yeah, but no, there were just swarms and swarms of flying ants and oh, man. they were everywhere. I cannot tell you. It was so creepy and I know they're harmless, but it's, ugh, it's just still not pleasant because I was even no, afraid to open my pleasant. mouth to talk that something might fly into my mouth.
1: Oh God. Yeah. That <laughs> is not pleasant. I know you could be in like the most beautiful setting and Like there's just one like nuisance that just ruins the day and ruins the vibe. (laughs) We were in Richmond Park, and um, my cousin's husband, who's a GP, so he's, um, I guess he knows what he's talking about. (laughs) He's like, he's like, okay, there's a lot of ticks, so try not to sit on the grass. We're like, what? And we're like, okay, well, what's a tick? Like, how bad can it be? He's like, well, if a tick by two gets under your skin, you could develop Lyme disease, which could right. lead to a host of problems. I'm like, oh, okay. That's a, it's a damper. It puts a damper on things, but yeah, good to know. Good to know. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, I know it's one of those things. It's like the weather, right? Or it's like right. too many bugs. Like it could just, yeah, it just, it takes the relaxation out of the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But also if somebody does make it out to Stonehenge, I do want to say um, if you wanted to The way it's set up is like you have a ticket to take you up to the monument, but then it's roped off or curtained off, and that's as close as you can get. And if you wanted to get Mm. closer or even get into the middle of the monument, that is a separate timed ticket. And there's only tours, I think there's only one or two of them during the day. I'm not entirely sure, but they're very limited in the number of tours they do into the center of the monument. Okay,
1: I see. You know, I have to say, we are not tour people. I don't, I can count a handful, if that, a, no, a, to, a number of times that we have booked a tour for something. I just, yeah. I just, I don't think, um, Walid and I have the the patience for touring. And I think once our kids are a little bit older, then we're going to feel like, okay, I think they should yeah. be educated in like what they're seeing. And we're, we certainly can't, you know, do it justice, um, I think they'll get to a certain age and we'll start to do that stuff. But I think for now, we just kind of just walk around, look, and then go.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we hopefully there's the a sign either.
1: there that's describing what we're looking at. But
0: yeah, beyond for that. Sure. we didn't do the tour, but we did do the only tour we've done is the punting tour in Cambridge. And I really just like that because I got to hear about the history of the two colleges yeah, of, of, between yeah. the rivalry between Oxford and Cambridge and, and the nuances between the colleges. That one was just fun. Um, but that was the only tour we've done. I'm trying to think. I really appreciate the audio tours that they have in a lot of museums and castles that we've seen. So um, I know we talked about my trip to Wales last summer. Highly recommend it if you can go to Wales. Oh my gosh, it's the most amazing country. Beautiful castles. I loved Snowdonia. But Mm. um, if you do go to the castles, they give you these little audio tours. And then they have like a special kids version where there's something that the kids are looking for or a story That's that they're cool. listening to. And so it's kind of self-guided and at your own pace.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely value in tours. I just feel like our motivation for booking tours is quite low, generally speaking. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nope, that makes sense. Yeah. I totally understand. It's a lot harder to make it to a tour when you've got kids and you're trying to get everybody corralled and out through the door. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By a certain time.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, I think, um, I think those are great suggestions. And you know what? It's, it's kind of nice and it's been nice to look at staycation ideas because you can't travel within Europe and then you start to really appreciate where you live and how close really interesting things are, um, to you. So, um, so it's been nice, it's been nice to make those, uh, to make those trips and discover what's kind of around.
0: Absolutely. There's so much that the UK has to offer everywhere you go. There's something really cool to see. Yeah. And you know, all of it, either just a train ride or a short car ride away, which is, yeah, it's accessible. Incredible. It's, it's definitely accessible. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's, yeah. Um, sorry, I was going to mention really quickly. I know that you talked about going to the Cotswolds. Mm -hmm. Um, We went to the Cotswolds last year and I highly recommend the Cotswolds as a staycation idea. Mm -hmm. But if you don't actually want to go to the Cotswolds itself, near there is um, a castle called Warwick Warwick Castle. Mm. And that is so cool. Um, There's like archery going on there for the kids. They have some kind of birds of prey show it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. It's near Stratford and Stratford-upon-Avon, so there's like a a few other cities that you can go explore near there. I nice. highly recommend it as a day trip as well.
1: Nice. Yeah. I mean, even just the drive up to the Cotswolds is is so beautiful. It's just so green yeah. and and lush. Um yeah, so so in addition to the word I'd mentioned that I apparently say wrong, <laughs> leisure versus leisure. I mean, these towns, um, for example, Dalesford's, Dalesford Farm. I don't know why I always add an S at the end. Dalesford Farm is in Gloucestershire. And Gloucester, of course, is spelled G-L-O-U-C-E-T-E. So, I mean, my first instinct is to say Gloucestershire, Locater- but it, that's very wrong. It's just Gloucestershire. There's a lot of letters that you have to leave out. Um, as well as Grosvenor. So Grosvenor is, it's, um, there's
0: an S in there. Semantically.
1: There? Yes. It's Grosvenor. Yeah. Grosvenor. Yeah. That's kind of how you spell it, but it's definitely not how you say it.
0: No, uh, it's just Grosvenor.
1: Yeah. Those always, yeah. those trip me up, but actually we had, um, we had a street in Toronto, we have a street in Toronto. That's, that's Grosvenor. And I, yeah. I just realized when I came here that I was saying <laughs> that one wrong the whole time. So there you go
0: it's like I'm going to Marla bone after talking to you today and Mar Marla bone is spelled Mary Lebone.
1: And That's right. It is, is. not yeah, how yeah. you say it. <laughs> that is right. That is right.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, well thanks so much for the chat and the suggestions. I'm going to actually, um, go to a few places that you mentioned that's great so they're on my they're on my uh, go visit list now yeah. um and thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in to pants not trousers podcast if you liked what you've heard please like or leave a comment and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast or you can email us at pants podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at not trousers or on our instagram page at pantsnottrousers. not trousers Raheel, i'll chat with you soon
0: Sounds good. Have a good one. Me too. Bye. Bye.